Welcome everybody to the Anointed and the Appointed podcast. I am your host, Nathan Gasford. My friends, we're going to continue to be talking about faith and what it is and how to walk in it. But today, we're going to talk about faith as an action. It's not lazy or passive. It's always at peace. Oh, my friends, but it is aggressive. Need you to do me a favor. I need you to hit that share button. Need you to get this out there. Share it with your friends. Share it with people that you know. Get it out there and encourage them. My friends, I need you to turn the volume up. Whether you're at home cleaning, whether you're driving in the car, whether you're running some errands, it doesn't matter. Get ready today to receive the word of God on the subject of faith. My friends, there's so many stories in the Bible that talk about the person using faith. And Jesus said, according to your faith. And listen, faith, like I said, it is an action. It's not lazy or passive. It is at peace, but it's also aggressive. And here's the thing. It will never quit or give up. The word of God is its backbone and its foundation. See, faith doesn't take no for an answer, and it presses in, and it goes, and it gets what it wants. Well, how do I know that? My friends, listen, anytime someone tells you something, always have them point to the word. If they can't point it in the word, trash it. Listen to me. Faith is an action. Mark chapter 5, verses 25 through 34. We know the story. We've heard it many times. Now, in the crowd... That day was a woman who suffered horribly from continual bleeding for 12 long years. Now, she had endured a great deal under the various cares of doctors, yet in spite of spending all that she had on their treatments, what happened? She was getting worse instead of better. Listen to this. When she heard about Jesus' healing power, she pushed through the crowd and came up from behind him and touched his prayer shawl. For she kept saying to herself, if I can even touch his clothes, I know I will be healed. As soon as her hand touched him, her bleeding immediately stopped. She knew it, for she could tell in her body that instantly it was healed of that disease. Jesus knew at once that someone had touched him, for he actually felt power that always surged around him had passed through him for someone to be healed. Let me just cut it really short for you. She got healed and it was her faith. There you go. (laughs) See, she could have stayed on the couch in her house. See, if you ever thought about the story, why would she even go to Jesus? Well, she had to hear something good about how people were being healed of leprosy and incurable diseases and things that people were dealing with for long periods of time for her to sit there and say, I've been dealing with mine for 12 long years. Enough is enough. I'm done. She had to have heard something good about Jesus to risk her life being unclean for bleeding for 12 years to get on her hands and knees, dust kicked in her feet, fingers stepped on, and everybody's pressing around Jesus. But Jesus noticed one person's pressing in a faith that it got his attention. See, she could have stayed in her home. Well, when Jesus comes through my town or when Jesus 
walks through my neighborhood. No, she left the comfort of her home, her dwelling place, and went out there and put action to what she said she was going to do, if I may only touch the hem of his garment. See, that would have been hope just saying it. But faith got up and put action to her words, and the end of the story, she's healed. She's healed. Jesus then says, um, daughter, because you dared to believe your faith has healed you, go with peace in your heart and be free from that suffering. See, by this time in her life, like I said, she had already endured much pain. She's, she endured so much of that in suffering, she had spent all of her money and savings, my friends. She had lost trust in medical doctors but has heard of someone else that is healing all manner of sickness and disease. She had heard of Jesus and many of the miracles that were he was manifesting that he was doing, that she started to dream and see herself free of that long suffering of bleeding day and night. She started to see what it would look like to be the next person who touched Jesus and gets healed and delivered of that horrible plague. See, faith in her heart led her to start to speak out what she wanted and what she was willing and going to do to get what she desired. Well, finally, my friends, a day came when she made her way to Jesus. When she got there, what did she do? She noticed that it was way too crowded to walk up to him. For the people were many in numbers. She refused to quit, though, or go home in the same condition that she came with. So she knelt down, crawled up on her hands and knees, pushing through the people while getting stepped upon, getting dirt kicked in her face. She still continued to make her way to her healing and finally reached out when Jesus was close enough and touched him. Filled with power and virtue, Jesus noticed the touch of faith. See, a lot of people were touching him that day, but this one was a touch of faith for Jesus to say, who touched me? My friends, is your faith touching Jesus? Because it can be seen, it can be felt. See, everybody was pushing in and touching Jesus that day, but this was a different touch. It was the touch of faith, the one that pulled on the power of God from him to annihilate the flow of blood and bring it to a complete stop. See, Jesus noticed this touch of faith and told the woman, go your way, for your faith has healed you. See, she could have turned around and said, well, there's just too many people. Maybe God just wants me to deal with this. You know, he only gives the hardest battles to his toughest soldiers. I don't know if you know what a cow turd is, but that's pretty much what it is, my friends. You can take that and spray paint it gold all you want and say it's gold and it's glitter. It's still what it was, and that is garbage when you hear that preached. Well, God gave this to me. Well, where did God get it from? Is he doing a deal underneath the table with Satan and you know, switching out some of his best angels for some sickness to put on people to teach him a lesson? My friends, if you hear that, you better run as fast as you can the other way. That is spewed from the pit of hell, but somehow spray painted with religion, and people buy it and bite into it every day, and it's garbage. See, <laughs> She had heard of the goodness of Jesus in operation and went and got her healing. Her face spoke what she wanted, and she went and acted upon that speech. Faith was seen in her story. What about Mark chapter 2, verses 1 through 12? Several days later, Jesus returned to Capernaum, and the news quickly spread that he was back in town. Soon there were so many people crowded inside the house to hear him that there was no more room there. 
even outside the door. While Jesus was preaching the word of God, four men arrived carrying a paralyzed man. But when they realized that they couldn't even get near him because of the crowd, they went on top of the house and tore away the roof above Jesus's head. And when they had broken through, they lowered the paralyzed man on a stretcher right there in front of him. Listen to this. It says, when Jesus saw the extent of their faith, glory to God, I'm about ready to run some laps up in this room. Listen, your faith can be seen. Faith isn't comfortable with just speaking. Faith has to have action to what you've been speaking for the manifestation to happen. Faith is not passive. It's not just lazy. It's not going to sit down and take a nap. No, it it, it gets up. It puts action to the word of of God. Yes, faith will get out of your heart and in your mouth, but your mouth better move your actions. Listen, Jesus saw the extent of their faith. Man, again, these people had to heard something good about Jesus for them to carry their paralyzed friend to the house, just like everybody else, what they could have done. Well, it's too crowded. You know, this minister, all the tickets are sold out. The church is too packed. Standing room only. They have an overflow room. What's your faith willing to do if you need a miracle? Is it going to sit there and go, well, we should have got here sooner. Well, you know, there's so many people in the, in, in the room that they're making a, uh, an extra room. The overflow. My friends, your faith will push through everybody on their hands and knees. I don't care what it has to do. It will refuse to leave without your miracle. I'm telling you right now, faith can be seen. It says, my son, your sins are forgiven. This offended some of the religious scholars who were present, and they reasoned among themselves. Basically, what did he do? He said, sons, your, your sins are forgiven. He removed that out of the way and then said, now take up your bed and walk. See, they didn't have a problem. The scholars of that day, the, the religious people, didn't have a problem with the healing. They had a problem with who are you saying you can forgive sins. Well, my friends, Jesus was able to do both, and we can see that in that story. And what happened, man? The friend, the, the friend got up and walked out with the four crazy friends. Now, five of them walking down the road, completely healed. It says he stood up and walked. But to convince you that the Son of Man has been given authority to forgive sins, I say to this man, stand up, pick up your stretcher, and walk home. It says immediately the man was healed and sprang to his feet in front of everyone and left for home. When the crowd witnessed this miracle, they were awestruck. They shouted praises to God and said, where We've never seen anything like this before. See, again, Jesus was able to see the extent of their faith. Not only the faith of the four crazy friends that got him there, but the faith of the man brought in on the mat. He could have told the friends, no, let's go home. They could have quit and went home. The moment that they saw the house was crowded with faith, like I said, but there was no way in, but they made a way in. Faith said, we're climbing the roof. We're came in, we, we, we came to get healed, and that's exactly what we're getting. No matter the obstacles that stand in between us, faith acted upon brought the results of healing in that man's body, being able to enjoy the legs that the Father put on him from the very beginning. See, you see, faith is more than just talk. It contains talk and action. It puts the word of God into one's mouth and then acts upon that word that was being spoken. Faith acted upon brings the desired results. I'm going to say that again. Faith acted upon brings the desired results. See, the Bible says in James chapter 2, verse 18, it says, but someone may say, you claim to have faith and I have good works. Show me your alleged faith without the works if you can, and I'll show you my faith by my works. That is by what I do. 
Come on, man. Faith is seen. James 2.18, I can already hear one of you agreeing by saying, sounds good. You take care of the faith department. I'll handle the works department. Not so fast. You can no more show me your works apart from your faith than I could show you my my faith apart from my works. Faith and works or demonstration, they work hand in hand. Works and faith fit together hand in glove. That's James 2.18 in the message. See, in other words, faith is more than talk. It is action or demonstration of what you say or come into agreement with. You remember the whole thing, uh, actions speak louder than words. Well, in the, in, the, in the issue of faith, faith does need to be in your heart, and it does need to be in what you're speaking but it needs to be acted upon. See, the Weymouth translation of James 2.18 says this. I like this. It says, prove to me your faith apart from corresponding actions, and I will prove mine to you by my actions. In other words, you can talk all you want. I'm going to be over here putting action to what I'm saying. Luke 5.20, seeing the demonstration of their faith, Jesus said to the paraplegic man, my friend, your sins are forgiven. Again, I'm going to say that again. It says, seeing the demonstration of their faith or seeing the, the, the action of their faith, Jesus said to the paraplegic man, my friend, your sins are forgiven. Again, their faith was seen in demonstration. They refused no for an answer and they never gave up on their desire to get healed. James 2.17 also says, so then faith that doesn't involve action, it's phony. Well, that's the passion. The Amplified says, so to faith, if it does not have works to back it up or action, is by itself dead and operative and ineffective. The good news of James 2.17, it says, so it is with faith. If it is alone and includes no actions, then it's dead. Listen, my friends, faith needs demonstration. We can talk all we want, and that's good to have faith in your heart. It's good to talk the language of faith because last week we talked about the language of faith. First week was how does faith come? By hearing. Second week was the language of faith. This week it is the action of faith. Listen, faith does have a language. It does talk a certain way. It talks like the Father. Wow, imagine that. It talks like Jesus. Again, wow, imagine that. <laughs> you know, you could see and hear, you could see Jesus's faith, but you could hear it on how he talked. We are in that same image and likeness. Dominion comes by how it's been given to you, but it needs to be expressed through action and through your words. It does. See, we, we have an alive Jesus with his alive faith living within us. I hope you got that. We have an alive Jesus living in us with his alive faith, ready to put to use and get the results that Jesus told us to get as believers. See, faith puts action to his words or commands and gets the job done at any cost. It refuses to back down to any enemy and to be scared to stand face to face with the enemy itself. See, faith is confident in the one who you became one with the person of resurrection and life. It doesn't flinch. It stays in peace, and it is a doer of the word. The spirit of faith is more than just a formula. It is a fire in the spirit of man. Faith in action is actually just acting upon the word of God. It is acting like God actually told you the truth and cannot lie. You know, John 14, 12. Jesus said, I tell you this time was truth. The person who follows me in faith, believing in me, 
Doesn't just say we'll talk, but it says we'll do. Do is action. We'll do the same mighty miracles that I do, even greater miracles than these because I go to be with my Father. See, faith will take Jesus at his word and start looking for opportunities to act upon the word and operate in miracles. Faith will lay hands upon the sick, raise the dead. It will cast out demons and devils. It will speak to the weather or whatever is looking like hell. It will remove it. I need you to get something real quick. I'm gonna. I need you to look at Galatians, two, twenty. Galatians two twenty. Listen to this very closely. One of my favorite scriptures. My old identity has been co-crucified with Christ, and it no longer lives. And now the essence of this new life, it's no even no longer mine. For the anointed one lives his life through me. We live in union as one. My new life or my new born again life, it is empowered by the faith of the son of God who loves me so much that he gave himself for me, dispensing his life into mine. When his life got dispensed into yours, so did his faith, so did his life, so did his glory. Everything that Jesus is and has got dispensed into your life. Don't ever tell me I don't have enough faith. That is a lie from the pit of hell. You've been given the faith of Jesus, but it has to be acted upon to see the results that Jesus said we would get when we would do these things. My friends, again, I'm going to remind you again, faith is more than words. It is an action. I encourage you this week to get out there, get your hands on some people that have hell operating in their body. Put action to the word when it said, believers shall lay hands upon the sick and watch the results take place that look like Jesus. My friends, I thank you again for listening to the Anointed and the Appointed Podcast with your host, Nathan Gasford. I need you to tune in next week for week number four of Faith Foundations. My friends, I'm reminding you to let the Christ in you out by stepping up and stepping out and manifesting that Christ to a hurting world. Go ahead. Don't be afraid. You've got the goods because you have Christ in you.